Ladies Doing Stuff, recapping season one. Yeah, it's been a long time, ladies. It has been a long time. Yeah, had a lot of fun recording this this podcast for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Or is that like... No, sorry, no, like... Okay. If, why would... Because you're like, yeah, I had so much fun. So, so much fun. No, I had non-malicious, a lot of fun. Okay. Like actual fun. Now I believe you. <laughs> it's been our journey. I mean, even since we started this, I feel like I was in a different portion of my life and now that we're ending the first season so much has happened yeah who knew we'd make it this far yeah at first it was just like a hey let's just do this for fun because we have these things and see what what happens Mm -hmm. and now we're like working on season two yeah and it's a lifestyle yeah it totally is ladies doing stuff is a lifestyle get like us yeah on our level i mean i'm really excited about what's next but let's talk about what has Ben. Yes, season one was very interesting. There were so many episodes. What was your favorite episode? That's too hard for me. No, you you need to pick one. Pick one episode. If I had to pick one episode, it would probably be ladies maintaining friendships. Oh. I guess it was just so real. And really? So raw. And I mean, about how we maintain friendships is it's really important. Right. There was a lot of truth in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at one point, I remember you asked me, do I think I'm a good friend? Oh, that hit you where it hurts? Uh, I don't know if it hurts, but it hit me somewhere. Mm. Somewhere. Let's play the clip. Let's hear it. Oh, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Do you consider yourself a good friend? Cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> and the pause says everything. I, I pride myself on being like pretty open about how I feel and... Sometimes the truth isn't something people want to hear. Mm. It's people that meet me halfway that yeah. that are still still rolling with me because they just know that it's all love at the end of the day. I would never say the truth to somebody that I don't like or that I don't love. Oh, oh, that's very interesting. I don't lie. I, I'll lie to you if I don't like you. That's very, very interesting. I see. I see you. Thank you. You're welcome. She sees my heart. I see you. So you think you're a good friend. A good friend to those who are open to have me. Oh. Not everybody is going to be open to have me. <laughs> they think they are, but they have no idea. I think you're a good friend. Thank you, you do a lot for your friends. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I really mean that. Oh. Anyway. Not sarcastic, everybody. She's <laughs> yeah. not being sarcastic. You see how I just like change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Next. Whatever. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean it. I didn't have a moment. We're not having a moment. Not here. Not at all. Bye. Not at all. I'm glad I'm asking the important questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely have some insecurities about my ability to be a good friend. And I think, I don't know, it just came across in a real, real funny way, if you ask me. You want to know my favorite episode because you didn't even ask me. I know. I was. (laughs) Yeah. So what was your favorite episode? I don't know if I want to call it my favorite, but being insecure. Ladies Being Insecure was uh, very interesting for me. It was the most open I've been. And since that episode, I find myself being more honest with myself. Wow. Ladies doing stuff. Ladies making changes. Wow. Ladies changing lives. Yeah, I like that one. Ladies changing their own lives. Yeah, because of episodes that they recorded. Something about recording a podcast forces you to uh, shine the mirror. Right. In your own face, and your own actions, and really 
think about what you say and do. Exactly. Or just be straight up honest. It's just like, hey, this is the moment to be honest with yourself. Like, you're not going to lie to your your listeners. Like, yeah. This isn't fucking Wendy Williams and you got to put on a Like, no, this is real raw stuff. Yeah. And that episode was really hard. Like, remember, we had to keep re-recording it because we yep. felt that we weren't getting deep enough. Yes. And we had a long break in between that episode and our next because it's such an important topic. Yeah. And um, we had to do it justice. Yeah. We didn't want to be like, yeah, it's just my looks and that's it. Like, no, there's so much more. There is layers. Yeah. And it literally took layers to get that episode right. But it ended up being one of my favorite ones to listen to. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear because Lord knows we lost sleep on it. <laughs> Literally. We almost like <laughs> choked each other out over that episode. Yeah. She's like, I listened to the first draft and I want to throw my phone across the room. I did. I wanted to throw my phone and then I wanted to jump off the bridge. I'm just like, I can't deal with this. Like, I need to be with my phone right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you on the other side. Yeah. Seriously. Well, that's cool. That's good to know. Yeah. Here it is, guys. Listen to my favorite part of Ladies Being Insecure. Let's move on to something a lot of women deal with um, is body image and being insecure about everything from head to toe, the way they look. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of my friends wrote the book on it. What? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't take a picture with these girls. I promise you. It'll be like, Mama, no. It's different. You don't know. You don't see what I see. Okay. I mean, I don't think I look great in every photo. I think you look great in almost every photo. You know what? I'm I'm insecure about taking pictures with you. Why? Because you have very nice, clear skin that you don't need makeup for. Your eyebrow hairs are really straight <laughs> and it looks good. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh my gosh. She says this stuff all the time. <laughs> Sometimes I ask her like, hey, can you do my makeup? Because you know, I don't know how, right? And then she'll go ahead and handle that for me. And as she's putting on, like, foundation, she's like, look at you with your perfect face and yeah. your perfect skin. Yeah. You thought I'd hate you. Seriously. I'm like, can you just rub that in, please? Like, it's, like, velvety smooth. Like, there's no dark spots or anything. Like, she literally does not need a stitch of makeup. And that makes me, like, seriously, I go home at night. I wipe off my face and I'm just staring at myself. I was like, oh. My eyebrow hairs are really curly. Like, how can I fix that? Let me just pluck everything. Like, like let me tweeze the life out of my eyebrows. What are you going to do? Use a pressing comb and be like, how close can I get to the root <laughs> of my face? I just want to know, like, why my hairs are so curly on my eyebrows. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, everybody wants what they just don't have. Mama, no! Oh, okay. <laughs> Mama, no. <laughs> that's you. That's you all day. Like, you can't. Absolutely not. Is that a camera? No, I'm out of here. Hey, hey, hey. Now it's just like, hey, give me five minutes so I can de-shine my nose. Yeah. Well, I need to brush my hair really she quick. She comes back, like, with a new wig and, like, she's all... Uh, yeah, like- <laughs> done up. Like, where where did you go? It's been 40 minutes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, Moving on. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on from these insecurities. Yes. I want to highlight one of our most popular episodes, Ladies Going Back to School. Which is really surprising. Yeah. Like, how was that the most popular episode? Let me tell you, listeners, because Charlie was yeah all on, against it. Oh, my gosh. She was just like, not this episode. I don't even want this episode posted. Like, I don't want this out. I really wanted to scrap it. I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. This isn't funny. Nobody's going to like this shit. Like... <laughs> Why are we even doing this? Fast forward. It is our most popular episode. People love it. And she's just like, I don't understand. 
I don't. Is that the one where I like imitated Donnie? Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was an interesting introduction to yeah. say the least. Who knows? People are probably just playing the intro and then just skipping the entire podcast. Possibly. That's probably like, hey, hey, man, you got to hear this. And then they send it to a friend and yeah. they play like the first minute. You know, what? in fact, let's play the first minute of that podcast. Run that back. New York is in the building. LA, is you in the house? What's up? That's all I got. That, that's it. We weren't. <laughs> We're not on our A game today. We could start off with an impression of 2016 rappers. Himina, 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 himina. I feel comes here. Your metro don't trust you. No, I'm going to shoot you. I like a uh, young thug. They basically sound like they're being tortured the entire time. Remember the last time we were talking about how they sound like Donnie from the Ron Thorberries? They sound just like Donnie. They really do. Donnie needs to come back. Make a comeback. I'm sorry. Can you do that one more time? Okay. Thank you, Donnie. No problem. I'm here all week. That was awesome. <laughs> Donnie. <laughs> I can't get over it. Can you do it one more time? Oh, God. No? No? Can't no, no. I all can't right. do it justice anymore. Dang. <laughs> I guess it's one of those things where you have to be in the moment. You really do. One thing I remember from that episode is that I was a student. You still are a student. Yes. Who would have thought that I wouldn't be by the time we record this this season one finale? Something that we were supposed to go through together. Thanks a lot. Uh, Well, you know, you guys, long story short, being a student is expensive. Yeah. And you're like at your brokest state ever. Yeah. And (laughs) because you're so broke, that means you can't get any more money. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? It's crazy. It's like, I don't understand how the system is set up, honestly, but you have these responsibilities. I just got married. Like, we have a lease. Like, we have things to take care of. Right. These are non-negotiables. No time for school. Yeah, exactly. That's sad. Right. I was just going to ask you, so do you see yourself, like, returning anytime soon? Well, maybe just not even the same field that you were considering. I think I'm going to go back to school for something different. What? I want to teach fashion. I dig it. I can totally see you being a fashion teacher. I love fashion. Hate the fashion industry. Yeah. But who (laughs) else better to teach it than someone who hates the industry? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you the truth. (laughs) No. Yeah, I will tell the truth. I like the industry, but I just, I resent it, even though I'm a part of it. Mm. I think that happens in a lot of creative careers, too, is like once you've seen how the sausages are made, there's just this deep-seated resentment. (laughs) But you love making those sausages. Yeah, sausage is so good. Yeah. Sausage is yummy. hate it. hate it so much. Don't ask how it's made, though. (laughs) Don't ask how it's made. No. Yeah, but I can totally see that. Yeah, so that's in the works. I'm not going to give a time on it because life is really funny. Yeah, things (laughs) that always happen where you don't want them to. Yeah, they say if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, that that's totally applicable to my life. So how about we just like not plan anything yeah, ever again? Never. I'm not a planner. I'm so impulsive all the time. So impulsive. <laughs> She's even, like reading from a script. Even that you know, sentence was calculated. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am going to freeball it. <laughs> how do I freeball it? <laughs> Google how to freeball. 
<laughs> right? No, yeah, I, I make plans. It's what I do. That is you, and I appreciate that because I'm not the planner. So. That's all right. That's all right. There only needs to be one of us. If there's two of us in a room, things just start short-circuiting. Like, yeah, just doesn't work. For me, going back to school, like you said, I'm still a student, but I'm almost graduated. So happy to have made it this far. Yeah. Congratulations Thank on almost you. graduation. Thank you so much. Like, I'm really excited I stuck through it. And Well, that's great. I admire your stick-to-itness and, yeah, man, your ability to muddle through the brokenness. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful. <laughs> you see, me, I sold out. <laughs> you can't sell out. Well, I mean, you're married and you have a household to take care of. That's different. I am married. Oh, that's true. I'm single. I'm free, free balling it. Yeah. <laughs> Teach me how to free ball. Yeah, that's step that's one. Good, though. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah, I don't know. Ironically, I spent a lot of that episode complaining about my experiences mm. in the fashion industry. You know what? Maybe we can play a clip of yeah. what I said well, back then. <laughs> let's hear it. Yes. Do not wait until, like, you've hit your breaking point to make a change. Right. For instance, I had a job in fast fashion design, Mm -hmm. like the juniors market, super fast paced. And I was kind of treated like crap. I mean, off and on, but then it got to a point where we had a new boss and I was really, really treated like crap. Like, um, for instance, she's like, did anybody find this, this top or where it came from? Do we know anything about it, Amber? And I'm like, no, I don't know anything about it yet, but I am working on it. And we're in a meeting. And then someone next to me, one of the higher ups is like, oh, that top. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. This is where it is. And yeah, I'll, I'll show you later. I was like, okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll get on that later. But my boss, she was like, so you were looking for this, but someone right here at this table has the information and you just now are finding out about it. What's her problem? I don't know. It felt very personal. I was like, well, I, um, what do you want me to do? We're yeah. in a room of 10 people, by the way. And of course, everybody's looking at you. And yeah. Oh, my god. She's gosh. like, so when you say you looked everywhere, you didn't really look everywhere, did you? This isn't appropriate for... It was so inappropriate. Right. But this is the kind of treatment that I'm talking about, just one example. And then I, I just said, um, yeah, well, I wasn't being literal. Oh, yikes. You could sense the tension. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was like I was on one side of the table and she was on the other side. Yeah, you guys are like having a stare off right you now. Know, I'm smiling too. Like, mm-hmm. It, it oh, wasn't literal. Here's my smile. Yeah, here's my smile. And here's my resignation. Oh shit. I'll come back and get my stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Screw her. Sorry. Let's go find her. <laughs> totally. I give a crap. <laughs> yeah. I even played the game too. Like the game where you say, you know, I, I see that I'm not doing things the way you want them done. I asked her for moments of her time to mm-hmm. say, how can I improve? How can I do better? I did that. Playing that yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what she said? You're doing fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really I have it. a problem with anything exactly. that you're doing. Like, really, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> we got a curse word out of Amber. Sorry. We got it. We got Sorry, it. Sorry, guys. No, don't apologize for I it. just, ugh. But yeah. that, that's the game. That's what we deal with. Yeah. Corporate. God it's dang. really something. Ooh, I don't miss that. But beyond that, yeah, you're, you're fine. Whatever, you lying, bitch. Yeah. So, yeah, I had issues. You did. <laughs> you did. Now it's all coming back to me now. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I made it sound like I was never going back. No, not me. Not I. And here you I am. You are. <laughs> 
that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> oh, God. But that just says, like, I don't know. Th- things change. Like you said, life happens. Yeah, it does. It does. I just think it's ironic, you know, you make all these plans and for what? Mm, it doesn't always help to be a planner. It doesn't. So, yeah, let that type A personality go. I thought I was type B for the longest. How? Too. Like, I'm an artist. I, I see things that aren't there. Like, I recognize possibilities. And that's not always a type A thing, right? Maybe you're just like a good mixture of A and B. Mostly A, though. Probably, I know it's mostly A because I cannot stand when people tell me emails with, like, information that could be better laid out on an Excel sheet. <laughs> Like you like dissect the the email yourself and put it into an uh, Excel. I've done it before. Wow. Oh, and they thank me for it later, or they just think, okay, calm down. Like either way, it's fine. I understand. I'm not always going to be appreciated, but you know this Excel sheet. I love your. Um... It's way better than what you were doing. <laughs> You're like here. Thank me later. <laughs> what about your fucking what? What did you send me? A doodle? A doodle request? Oh right. So ladies, ladies doing stuff. <laughs> Planning actually takes ladies getting together and coordinating multiple schedules. Yeah. Coordinating all these schedules and getting us in the same place to actually make things happen. Because apparently texting isn't good enough for Amber. Uh, It's really not good enough, period. It's not an efficient way to communicate. I agree to disagree. So interesting that she does because she (laughs) is the main one, like, misunderstanding and, like, (laughs) not reading. She's like, I didn't get that message. Like, we'll meet up, and then she'll be like, so why are we here today? <laughs> no, it's not that serious. I, I got the message. I thought we were doing that. We're not doing that? I'm not that much of a slacker. Oh, okay. I mean, she's in it to win it, but, like, you got to have one free baller around. So she emails me. It's an app called Doodle or something, and I yeah. guess you can plug in your availability. And yeah. then she sends it a mass text. Did you get my email about the Doodle? Don't forget to fill in the Doodle. I'm like, you and this damn Doodle, like, I will Doodle you out this door. Like, <laughs> You know what happens when you don't respond adequately to text messages, which is not my preferred method of communication? <laughs> you get to fill in an availability form <laughs> as if you're applying to, like, McDonald's. Thank you, (laughs) Professor Amber. Yeah, it's okay. Thank me later. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happens. And you know what? I remember about the episode, too. I remember I I learned a little bit of this pop culture thing. Mm. Um, I remember a Rick Ross moment in particular. Oh, right. Yeah. And you had no idea, like, what I was talking about, about shout out to all the parents. Let's let's listen to that. That was funny. (laughs) That was funny. Going back to school, working in corporate, don't burn your bridges. But if you do, do it like I did. <laughs> like a boss. A boss. Boss. B-A-W-S-E. Give me a Rick Ross impression. Oh, I shout out to all the pair. What? You remember that? <laughs> do you remember that? He did this interview and he was, <laughs> it was like, how did you lose so much weight or something like that? And he goes, I eat fruits, you know, shout out to all the pair. Not all the pears. Uh, the pear? <laughs> no, no. Pear. Like, the fruit. Shout out to all the pear. Oh, okay. And then people were leaving pear emojis <laughs> under his comments. <laughs> I thought that was a clothing label, all the pear. <laughs> oh, my God. He got an endorsement. Is that, like, um, uh, a Nutri-Meal delivery system? So do you get it now? Do you understand? I understand now. I just didn't understand how I that was enlightening for me. <laughs> I was dying. You thought it was a clothing label. I meet all to pair. Oh. 
Say it. What? Say it again. Oh, the pair. I mean, I can I can hear it. I don't. I see things that aren't there. Yeah, honestly, this is your life. Like you're just pulling shit out of thin air. Sometimes that doesn't exist. Fair. <laughs> okay, so right after that, I think we recorded ladies and breakups, right? Ah, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you know what's sure. funny? Charlie's guessing because she doesn't like eat, sleep, and breathe. <laughs> yeah, unlike Liz. Amber. She, she'll be like, uh, episode two at 33 minutes and five seconds. You said this. I'm like, chill. Like, I don't know. She's like, I haven't listened to that yet. <laughs> so She's like, oh, I've already listened to it five times. Yeah. So ladies and breakups, what was, uh, did you learn anything from that episode, listening back to it? I don't know. Not really. I just, I was just reminded of how much breakups absolutely suck. Mm-hmm. They make you question everything you did up until that point. Did you think any differently about me? No. Like what I said? No, not at all. Okay, good. I don't know. I I guess I'm having trouble remembering what you said. I I would think something different about you. Well, let's let's play a little clippy clip. So pretty much after my breakup, I was on Tinder. I was on Plenty of Fish. I was just meeting guys. And for the sole purpose of hooking up, I just needed to get rid of this hurt and pain. Well, I ran into this one guy and we slept together multiple times. I ended up getting pregnant. And when I told him, he told me that he wasn't ready to be a father. And he's like, hey, you know, you told me that you weren't ready to be a mother. Like you didn't want kids. So, you know, take care of it. And I was like, okay, well, we need to talk about it. Like what we're going to do from here. Uh, Well, turns out like he ended up having a wife and two kids And not to mention, he turned off his phone on me. Like, he changed his number on me. He started dodging me. And I was like, hey, we did end up doing a background check on him. And we found out his real name. I saw his wife and his two kids plastered all over his Facebook. Wife was crazy. She was a little cray-cray. She was like, hey, if you have the child, let me raise it. Oh, my gosh. Remember that? Yes, how could I forget? But remember at one point she was like, please don't have this baby. Like, I love my husband and I want to work things out. Please don't have it. And then she goes, but if you do have it, let me raise it. Let me adopt it. I've been trying for another baby. Oh my God. I was like, oh my God. Like, I can't deal. Wow. And she was mad at me. She's like, oh, so you guys didn't use protection? Oh, I thought you got plan B. Like, he told me that you used plan B. How come it didn't work? Hello, lady. I didn't know you existed. Right. So, I mean, like I said in the other episode, I had to make a decision for me and my life at that time and for the future of both me and that child. And no, like, it was not easy at all. Like, I'm not promoting abortion, but I'm not going to knock it because it's your life and it's your decision. So... Don't let anybody sway you into something that you don't want to do. It took me a long time to come to that decision. Me facing that situation, I'm like, I really can't do this. Like, I can't do it. And my mother was just like, I'm supporting you, like, whatever you want to do. And I was like, okay, like, that really helped me. So don't keep it to yourselves. Like, try to find at least one person. At least one person. At least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of the things that you discussed is your abortion, and yeah. that was a big choice to make that public. It's something that yeah. a lot of women usually hide. Yeah, um, and I was hiding it for a good year, and I was actually really nervous about saying it. But again, like we created this podcast so women can talk about those type of issues, so we can talk about it, so women can feel comfortable about sharing that. So I just thought that that was important. 
I am actually just really impressed with your own ability to to speak freely about your experience because you are not the only one that's gone through it. Right. But you're one of the few that is brave enough to stand on top of it and not underneath it. Exactly. I think that's very admirable. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I love that. That makes me feel so much better. Yeah, of course. Because honestly, I mean, like you have so many people that could judge you for this and you just keep quiet. But I think it really is important for you to share it with people, to share that and to be able to hear other people's experiences. I think that just that means a lot to me. That's that's awesome. I love this show, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies doing stuff. Ladies really it. are doing stuff. Yeah, we're making things happen. So while we are doing stuff, there are people that do have thoughts and opinions about what we are doing. Yeah. One of them being your ex. So mm. how was it when we made this <laughs> breakup episode? How did he handle being the subject of that episode? Yeah, it it didn't go too well. No, <laughs> Surprisingly. No, not well. Surprisingly. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, he was actually involved in the editing and mixing and mastering of our episodes. Just for the record, whose idea was that? Um... <laughs> Not mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he is good at what he does. He's good at what he does. There's no denying it. And I trusted him to some extent to have some type of maturity to deal with this sensitive information. And like we warned him several times and that's why we yeah. he wasn't our first choice. Mm-hmm. You know, he kept saying that he was okay with it. He's mature enough. It's not going to affect him, but it totally affected him. Yeah. This guy like stopped responding to my emails. He like sent us perfect, like shitty versions of our edited stuff on purpose. On purpose. I got on the phone when I heard that first edit of breakups and yeah. I said, Charlie, he's sabotaging us. And I was like, no. She's like, no, I, he wouldn't he do wouldn't that. He wouldn't do that. He we would never him. let his professionalism be tainted by not even this. I'm like, yo, how did he make it sound worse? <laughs> it was worse. It was worse. I'm like, why is there white noise in the background? Yeah. But then so this is when I was living with him and I had a talk with him. And I was like, you know, we paid you like this is not OK. We of course, we spent like four hours arguing about stuff that wasn't podcast related but it came up he's like okay well i'll send you the real versions tomorrow and i was like the real versions you were sabotaging us like why would you do that to us no the kicker though is after all of that what was it like a month later he's surprised that we weren't moving forward with him right as an editor slash engineer right he's like hey i thought everything was working out i thought we were fine like what's going on I, i really enjoyed working with you two whoa buddy i was like uh, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> at one point, when I was sending him episodes, he said, hey, is there a reason I'm getting these all at once? But I was so fed up with him and his, like, uh, his testosterone that I just responded with one word. And I said, yes. Yes. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. That was cold yeah. and unprofessional. It was unprofessional. He's so kind to send me, like, a three-paragraph response about how it was unprofessional and how he would appreciate the same respect that he gives me. I was just like, all right, but if you come at me this way, you will get such response. And mind you, like, I was CC'd on these emails. So I'm like, y'all, like, chill. All yeah. right, can we get to the bottom of this? I know. This? We're like, both, like, swinging our penises around. Yeah, like, and I'm sitting in the middle, like, catching, like, getting <laughs> dicks in the face. I'm just like, can y'all stop? Like, we don't have time for this. I'm sorry. If you guys were here, she was, like, slapping it. <laughs> slapping my face. She's slapping her face, like, one hand, one cheek, <laughs> one on the other side. <laughs> I don't know. I had to feel it. I had to be in the moment. Yeah, that was, that was not the best experience it wasn't um but it was a lesson learned yeah of course 
And you know what? This is the things that happen behind the scenes. These things are the things that happen. These are the breaks. Pump it up, pump it up. There's usually a lot more singing that we cut out, too. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I remember. Like random songs. Doesn't even make sense, but it's fine. It's back on topic here. Back on topic. I was reminded of when I told you about the breakup with my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. When I hit him in the face at one point. Right. That was fun to listen to. Yeah. But you know what? I realized I never told you why. So let's remind the listeners what went on. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to take a minute and talk about my hardest breakup. One minute. This is a guy that I met in high school, ironically. Oh. We became friends. We were friends seven years before dating. And when we finally did, it was wonderful and disastrous all at once like a beautiful nightmare exactly it was it was exactly like that it was one of those tumultuous relationships with very high highs and very low lows yeah it was like you're walking on air one second and then you're wondering how you're drowning and suffocating the next oh geez not literally it wasn't abusive except for that one time where i hit him in the face okay that's i don't want to well it's not that i don't want to get into it it's just i'm not in a abusive person but i'm not gonna yeah he, he deserves she's it. gonna hit you in the face if you piss her off huh. well i didn't plan on it but he in all fairness he did ask me to do that so so you did it yeah you're only following orders i was following instructions you're being a good girlfriend good girlfriend right you're listening what else am i supposed listening to do listening ears i'm being attentive to his needs <laughs> <laughs> No. That's not funny because domestic violence <laughs> not, is not a real issue. Right. That's what I wanted to emphasize. Like, I don't agree with what I did. And I, I, I definitely regret it because now I, I'm a person that crossed that line. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Backstory here. Let's hear it. Yeah. So, what had happened was... <laughs> you, it, see, you see the way <laughs> my life was set up. Yeah. The way my bank account is set up. Uh, no. <laughs> Seriously, there was a situation in which... I went to New York for my birthday with my best friend and boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Best friend was joining later on. But him and I got into a fight at some point, like arguing about something petty. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. So he knows we're all sharing a hotel room. And I was walking by myself in the rain to pick her up in New York. And you know I get lost. Yeah. Yeah. So like he was mad at me enough to let me walk by myself. And then I come back. And then he's on the bed in his drawers. Drinking from the bottle, like knocking it back, drinking some wine. Uh huh. And it's just so embarrassing, the saddest sight. Like he's in his draws. He knows you're expecting company. Oh, so is that why you're upset? Because he embarrassed you? No, it's just like, it just seemed disrespectful. Like, really, that's what you're going to do? Yeah, I I don't know. It just seemed like a slap in the face. Like, how selfish are you, like, to not even present yourself properly in front of people I care about? Right. And, yeah, it was an insult to me. Like, it was embarrassing, but mostly insulting. Yeah. I mean, he is, because you were together, he is a reflection of you. Yeah. And your I'm choices. like, really? Yeah. That's what you do? Uh, so it just caught me off guard. I would never have expected that. Long story short, he ended up asking me, he's like, what are you going to do? You're going to hit me? You're going to hit me? Hit me then. Hit me. And then he's like, well, that's what I thought. And as soon oh, as he turned around. He challenged you. I didn't appreciate that. Oh. So I just gave him one, you know, closed fist to the face. Oh, a closed fist. Not even like a a pimp slap. No, no, none of that. You punched him in the face. It was one time. Excuse me. Uh, Okay, look, that's what 
we had to clarify in in the clip, right? Yes, like that's so, not okay. It's not okay, and we are not supporters of domestic abuse. But I never really, I never gave the backdrop of the story. And hey, I'm coming clean, guys. We hey, no judgments here. Yeah, man, he really deserved that. Don't. The moral of the story is don't challenge Amber. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that backdrop. Yeah, yeah. Just in case you guys couldn't sleep at night and you were wondering. Why, why would she do that? I was. I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. I was like, I don't understand, like, why she would hit him. But yeah. now I know. Now and it all know. makes sense. Now you can sleep. Exactly. There you go. Okay. So this is, I think this one is my favorite one. Yeah. Ladies dating dicks. Ooh. How did you like recording that one? That was one of the funnest episodes to record. Yeah. Sometimes I think we should have retitled it Dating in Los Angeles because those are like the same titles. <laughs> They are interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, yeah, tell me why. Why was it your favorite? Um, Just because I got to talk shit on guys <laughs> that I dated. It was so much fun that I never said, like, I didn't say these words to them in real life. And I got to, like, say it finally. You got to, to unleash Express it. Exactly. everything that was going on behind the curtain. Right. I mean, so has any of the guys ever listened to the show? Has that happened? You know, <laughs> I don't think so. Not yet. That hasn't come to bite you in the butt yet. Yeah, nobody has gotten back to me yet. I I have been unfriended though and unfollowed. Really? I don't think because of the podcast, but like I said, this podcast has just made me find my voice a little bit more. So wow. I've been more vocal about what I want and what I don't want. And so these guys, like, I'm just like. No, you're not it. Like, I don't want to do this. And they were like, unfollow. Don't text you back. I'm like, yes. I mean, I'm always in support of you not wasting your time on guys that aren't worth your time. Yeah. you What do you call them? C-grade guys. Yeah. Scrubs. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? Let's play a clip that shows um, the listeners how Charlie prefers these creative types. Let's see what she's messing with. All right. Fine. Let's hear it. The thing is, I don't get taken out on dates. Okay. It's always like, hey, come through. Oh, that sounds like your fault. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, you're you're cooking for me? Oh, okay, cool. Oh, uh, come over? Yeah. To your place? (laughs) Oh, great. One time someone told me that he doesn't like to stimulate the economy. So, and that's why I should come to his place. One of the musicians out here in Hollywood. Wow. Yeah. He doesn't like to stimulate the economy. I was like, okay. That's so kind of him to to spare the economy with his presence. (laughs) Just tell him next time, will you do it for me? I'm like, AKA you're cheap. Um, yeah. Or he just wants to get some because that's free. Oh no. Well, not, I like what I like. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Charlie likes these creative types, right? They always seem to find me. No matter where I am, it's like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a rapper. Oh, I'm in the music industry. Oh, I'm in the film industry. I'm a producer. I'm a director. Oh, I'm a wood welder. Yeah. <laughs> How do you weld wood? Though? I don't know. It's just like, why, guys? Like, can I just get a lawyer? Can I get... You want a banker? I want a banker. I want someone who works at Wells Fargo from 9 to 5 and comes home and takes off his time. A dentist. A dentist would be so nice and relaxing. You can have that, you know. Where? As soon as you find one and he seems like a nice, normal guy, you do something to freak them out. Okay. Now we're talking about... What what do you call it? Self-sabotage? Yeah. Ladies dating dicks. There you go. There you go. So I think I've changed a little bit. I don't go after the creative types anymore. (laughs) Oh, did you find the dentist you were looking for? (laughs) 
I, I mean, I don't, I don't have anybody like solid in my life, I think. But I'm just saying now, again, after hearing this episode, it's just like, while I do have a pattern, let me try to step out. So I've just been meeting new guys and expecting, I, I think I have your expectations now. Ew, don't do that. That's not good. Mm-mm, no. It's He's like got, too much. Gotta put those away. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, I mean, it's actually really tough to have high expectations because you almost, with that, expect disappointment. Right. Sucks. Yeah, but for now, I'm going to want them and I'm going to demand them. Like Absolutely. And it, hey, it has been working in my favor. Like, I've been treated really nice lately. I really like that. You raised the bar. I did. I love it so much. Like, why didn't you tell me to do this sooner? I definitely did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to remember some nights when you were on my couch living with me um, at some points, me telling you things that you should do. But I don't remember that. Yep. I don't nope, remember that She blocked that right out. Speaking of living with you, <laughs> every time I sleep over your house, you say I have like night terrors, like I talk in my sleep. I mean, I'm hoping that's just, just something that she does on a regular basis. <laughs> but... Sometimes I think she's traumatized by living with me because <laughs> she will start having full-on conversations in her sleep. I don't <laughs> yeah. I you don't. said they're inaudible. So is it really a conversation? That was just the other day. It was inaudible. I've heard her be like, no, we're not doing that. You Whoa. Have, I don't know. You have to ask yourself what that was about. I don't know. I, I don't, don't even know. remember these things. Of course. I hope not. It sounded terrible. God. Did you say, like, one time I sounded demonic? Yeah, she sounds like she's gargling toothpaste, but oh. it's like... Or she's speaking parcel tongue from Harry Potter. That's not good. <laughs> That's Charlie in her sleep. She's, like, hexing people. She has, like, voodoo dolls. Yeah. Oh, those are good times. But, yes, safe to say I'm not dating any dicks, so... Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, high five to me. Yeah, high five. Air, Air five. five. I think it would have been better off with the real one. Oh. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Yes, let's move on. Another fun one that we did is ladies being black. Yeah. That's what we know best. Yep. Still black. Still black. Nothing has changed. That hasn't changed, guys. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I look at it. Yeah. Let's take a look. Nope. Still black. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A lot has happened since that episode. It's one of my favorites, too. I don't I don't know why I didn't think of that one earlier. Why? It was just the easiest to record, for sure. It really was. That like, was, like, flawless. Yeah. You're like, I've been waiting to get this off my chest for 29 years. <laughs> for 40 years. <laughs> All my life, I have to fight. Pretty much. That's pretty much how it went. And I, I find myself thinking about this episode and the things that, that occur. One thing I remember is the reaction we described when people find out that you're black for the first time. <laughs> Let's take a listen to that one. That was a good clip. Yeah. Go. Let's listen to it. For sure. You're still in a management position, but you still have managers mm. and you still have like that, those politics that you have to follow and the rules and just two-faced backstabby people and management is just shitty. And not to mention being a black manager. Like I know for some people they're gonna be like, oh by the way, news flash, we're, we're black. black. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I mean can they? I don't know. There were a couple of songs that might have gave us away. Maybe. But yeah. Oh no no some of our our down south Midwest <laughs> audience is like, oh I'm out of here. Oh shit. I'm out of here. Damn. <laughs> Hopefully you guys will stay because the way we sound like if you can just imagine us being white yes and we have great phone interviews like oh we really do people are really shocked when we when we get in the door to the new job like hi yes 
did we speak on the phone? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm it's, so-and-so. Right. It's like this locked eye contact yes. with the slow handshake and they're staring at And the confused look. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have like big hair and we have like our dark skin and we're like, hello. Hold yeah. Hold, hold <laughs> that smile. Don't forget to speak back. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Mouth gap. Like, yeah. uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> like, it's almost like they're saying with their eyes, we're not racist. Damn we're it. not racist. We're just surprised. That's all. Do you still get those reactions? I got it recently. Oh, that's not good. And I was reminded of that episode. And so here's what happened. Yeah. I now work in a job where I work with a sales team and I work with pretty much the same ladies. And they have been talking to me on the phone for, um, I don't know, two months now. Mm -hmm. But we never met in person until like last week. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Please act it out. I need to hear this. Okay. So they turn the corner. They're like, hey, yeah, yeah, Amber, Amber. Oh, hey, Amber. Oh. Hey. We shake hands. I'm like, hey. Of course I have my, like, my poof. Yeah. Like, I've been employed. Yeah. I've been employed with you for more than 30 days, so I'm going to wear my hair natural now. Yeah. You can't let me go now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You've already seen the European look, so here, here it is. Yeah. She's like, hey. So it was definitely the locked eye contact. No mouth open. She kept that pretty cool. It was just like the locked, this is not how I expected you to look. Yeah, the, like the slow handshake moving towards you. Like, yeah. hey. And then there's no more words spoken, but yet they're still looking at you. What? What is it? Yeah. One of them knew I was black and she was just like, you know, I like the way you're wearing your hair. That's cool. Mm. My daughter kind of wears it like that. She absolutely, How? she absolutely does not. How could she kind of wear it like that? <laughs> is she black? Of course, I get, of course, this lady is white, as you know. Oh my God, white, white! Stop, just stop trying, please. Your daughter might have a curl in her hair, but it ain't like mine. Let me tell you, it's a fucking crimpy, crunchy curl. <laughs> like she's put ten pounds of mousse in it. Yeah. It doesn't look the same. It's not no, the same. No, it doesn't. We are not the same. No, I mean, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, she does. Oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> cool <laughs> i would have been like yeah let me see show me some pictures i want to see i can't breathe <laughs> she shows it to you like yep nope nope doesn't doesn't look like mine <laughs> i think this is what i mean when i say this episode was probably the easiest yeah and the most fun to record i mean it's just talking about our daily lives, our interactions, our experiences, things from the other side. Right. Which people will disagree on and fight us on. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. We're making it all about race. Right. We're imagining these problems in our head. Yeah, totally. Of course. I think so. Yeah. But one thing that I notice is like a lot of my insecurities are tied in with being black. Interesting. Yeah. How? I know that sounds bad. That does sound really bad. Charlie's first thoughts are, you're ashamed of being black? Yeah, I'm really, I'm like, how could you, how could you have any insecurities about being black? (laughs) But there's so many. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah. (laughs) But I was just thinking before when I was applying for jobs, I was thinking I need something stable. And what about one of those executive assistant jobs? Like, I could do that. I'm organized. I will organize your crap and I will make sure you get there on time. That's what I do. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, man, but will they put a black girl in front, though? Why? Why is that the first thought? Would they put a black girl in front? Would, would like, Dave's company let, like, the black girl? Have you ever seen a black girl in front? Not really. Exactly. On TV. Right. But Only she always this is has, real like, life. she has, like, a stank attitude. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. So I'm like, is that perception out there to the point where where I don't have a shot at one of those gigs? 
But then I think also, like, you have to be, like, a patient, kind of personality. A certain amount of submissiveness mm-hmm. to be in that role. Aren't you? You're professional. I think you're professional enough. I wouldn't call you submissive, but I would say you know how to get the, the job done. Yeah, I, I will get the job done, but I guess I don't have a lot of patience for a lot of things. Oh. And I noticed this today. <laughs> Just today? Just today. Just today. <laughs> So today I'm I'm with an Uber driver and he like doesn't understand the concept of pass the guy with the hazards on. Oh. Like in we're we're in LA. Just he just has the hazards on. Just go around him. He put the hazards on. He even waved you off. Like go around. Go around. And I'm like, hey, you you gotta pass this guy. Yeah. Was like, he not listening to you or he just He he was getting around to it. I think he was just being safe. He seemed like a really nice guy. Oh. But I'm like, I didn't have to I didn't have to say anything. I could have just let the man drive. Yeah, but backseat driver. I'm just like, Oh, and by the way, when I sit in my Ubers, I sit in front. Yeah, like a freaking weirdo. I don't understand. And oh, no, you, no, no. You put on your seatbelts and everything. You're just like I put I'm ready for anything. And I <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I sit in front. I want to see what's going on. No, why would you want to sit next to your Uber driver? I want to see what he's doing. That's a regular person right there. I sit behind him, so like if he has a gun or a knife, he can't like stab me easily or shoot no, me. No, easily. we're gonna we're gonna be in this together. I'm gonna grab that steering wheel, and we're both going down. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen with that. But yeah, that and then another moment, the same driver where we were passing by an area with like a high homeless population. Mm -hmm. And then he says, oh, it's a nice day for camping, huh? Oh, shit. I was like, nope. Not funny. Nope. (laughs) Nope, it's not a good day. It's not. (laughs) And that's all I could say. Like, I couldn't be blatantly rude. I think he was trying to make a joke, but I was just, nice day for camping, huh? But that's not funny. Nope. Because it's like people... That's like a real thing. Right. That's a problem. People's lives. Right. And I say all this to say that I realize, like, I'm not a person that could bend so much to be, like, whatever you need, sir, whatever you need, ma'am. Like, oh, well, you're acting like a four-year-old, but that's all right. That's that's totally fine. Oh, you will tell them. I don't know if I'll tell them, but I will show how I feel. Mm. I'm like, well, you know what? I don't really think that's my responsibility to be completely honest with you. <laughs> The way I say things, yeah, and with my skin color, oh yeah, you'll it you'll be done. Yeah, exactly. It won't be perceived the same way. Yeah, it's I mean, like, like Amber. Can uh, we see you in the office? I prefer to overcompensate. Mm. Whatever you need, that sounds great. Your daughter wears your hair like that. That's cool. That's so cool. Oh Jesus! It's easier that way because we already have enough working against us. Right. You have to try harder. Anyways, that was my moment uh, of being insecure slash black. Yeah. It's funny how those two tied in together for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's listen to a clip of the struggles of ladies being black. Okay, so I want to know how you feel like your experience as a black woman differs from everybody else's. Me personally, I have to try to be better all the time. Like I have to watch my ass and everything that I do. Oh, kind of like Olivia Pope, how she said, you have to be twice as good to get half of what you have. I think that is a truth. I have, I need to make sure that I am good from head to toe, inside and out. I'm going to be the best and y'all can say shit about me because any wrong thing, it's going to be used against me. Mm. So you feel like you have to stand on guard. All the time, which I guess in turn could perceive me as the angry black woman. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a double-edged sword. Like, how do you win in that situation? You kind of have to go out of your way to be a little soft. Yeah. 
non-intimidating. But then if you're too soft, people are going to walk all over you. Yes. Should you like the poor little black girl? Exactly. It's like, how do you get past this? I think um, as ladies being black in America, you get really good at walking the tightrope. Mm. Not going too far to the left, not going too far to the right, staying right in the middle, trying to make sure you make everybody happy. You're so used to being judged from all angles and then at the same time trying to protect yourself that you just get used to being on guard, like you said. Yeah, definitely. It's all the time. What I think about is how we have to balance family, how we have to balance relationships, how we have to balance friends. Um, Which is like a... An average woman's struggle. Exactly. But in the black culture, okay, family, always be respectful, respect your elders, don't talk back, um, things of that nature. And then religion is kind of brought into that. Then with relationships, okay, don't be the angry black woman, cater to your man, but don't be a doormat because you right. don't want to be like... You want to be independent. You better be independent, Exactly. Girl. You're the only one that's going to take care of you anyway. Exactly. Ain't no man going to be there at the end of the day. But flip side, you got to take <laughs> care of your king. That's your king. He's the head of the household. You respect him. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Friends. So since we're still black and I'm still a lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> still. Next year will be different. Yeah. I mean, it tends to go that way these days. Yeah. It's a new age. <laughs> I am still black and I am still a woman. So, of course, um, I have some things thrown at me. So I have a new sales manager mm-hmm. that I have to unfortunately interact with. And he brought up the fact that he doesn't get along with black women. Mind you, he's black. He's black? And I am also black. <laughs> and he said these words to me. A black guy that's, that you work with. Right. That is, I mean, technically you work under him, says he doesn't work well with, with black women. Exactly. Your base. I have to repeat it because I'm processing. <laughs> You're like short circuiting over I'm like, there. You're like, I can't. Yes, he told me this. And I was like, you know what? We're going to stop this conversation right here. But I want to say so many things like, isn't your mother black? All right. You black? Like, your Mm-mm. your daughters are black. Wow. Like, why would you say those words to me? And also, like, if you have a problem with every black woman, wouldn't you be the problem? Like, you're the common denominator, sir. Oop. I'm just saying. So, so every black woman is just horrible to get along with. It's not you. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on him saying those words out loud. Honestly. It's so inappropriate. So, yeah, being being black, still the same. Nothing has really changed. Nothing just the different. Changed. It's maybe just like situations we find ourselves in. Yeah. Like somebody at the grocery store. Hey, girl. Like, Wait. calm down. Yeah. That, that's what you get. But then the next white lady that comes up. Hello. Good morning, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden we're down and we're best friends. Yeah. But, you know, slapping fine. me and stuff like on the arm. Like, hey, girl. I'm like, no, calm down. So let's continue this little game. Remember, is it racist? Maybe you should remind me. (laughs) Let's take a listen to Is It Racist? Drum roll for Is It Racist? Is It Racist? (laughs) There goes that horn again. I don't think it was a horn this time. It was like the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh. And then it flashes. There we go. So we're going to play a game called Is It Racist? And in this game, you essentially answer that question. Okay. And there's other categories like stereotypes and prejudice. You tell us which is which. Okay. Yeah. Some of these may or may not be very real, actual (laughs) experiences. But they probably are. (laughs) But you tell me, is it racist? So your apartment searching in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Things go really well with the property manager via phone. Okay. They're not available to show the apartment. So his wife shows the apartment to you anyway. Mm -hmm. Things go really well. You like the place. 
you set a date with the property manager himself, who has never seen you, to give him the deposit to run the application. Mm -hmm. You go there that day, but he kind of walks past you. Oh. Or you're, you're driving by, you're in the driveway. This is just hypothetical. Hypothetical. Course. Hypothetical, of course. You're in the driveway, you're waving at him, but he's not responding to you. Oh. He's still on his cell phone, but I know he looked up and he saw this figment of his imagination, not a real person. So this here's the question. <laughs> okay. You um, give him the application, things go well. Next day, you get a message saying that he doesn't think that it'll work out. The property manager does not think what wouldn't work out. He says that there might be an issue with the income, but the income requirements were clearly stated on the application. And you know for a fact, based on the pay stubs that you submitted, that you qualify. Oh, but yet it's an issue? So when you ask the question, what are the requirements? Because I thought that we met them. You right. get no response. Oh. Yes. But, but you know, this is the thing. Maybe this man is possibly kind enough to say the words, you know what? I will give you your money back for the application. Because, mind you, he hasn't run the application. Oh. But he did offer her to kindly give the money back. Hypothetically. To, hypothetically. To. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't run the application, essentially. Okay. So, yeah, that that's. That's the story. Is it racist? <laughs> I I want to say a little bit, yes, maybe more so prejudice. Prejudice. So the property manager doesn't run the application, yet you meet all the requirements and you paid for the application to be ran, but he has the nerve to say he doesn't think it'll work out. I think that was a little bit prejudice. Okay, next one. A random stranger asks you, what part of Africa are you from? What color is this stranger? Every situation, we're not talking about a, an African-American. It's going to be somebody outside of, oh, okay. of our race. <sighs> That's just a fail. Oh, It's just, like, it's, it's sad on ten different levels. But you're so exotic. What, where are you from? What part of Africa are you from? Mozambique. What do you want me to say? <laughs> like, What? You need to know. You need to know these things. I don't... Mm. What is it? Is it racist? It's sad, but I'm going to say prejudice. Prejudice? Yeah. I want to say racist so bad because, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you caught them just speaking privately, you'll you'll really get to see how they think. Mm. But that by itself is just prejudice to assume that you are from Africa and not born and raised in Southern California or, you know, just not assuming anything else. Just right. Black. Africa. Trying to be nice, and that's the thing, too. Half the time, people are just trying to be nice, but they don't realize how they sound. And I wish sometimes that I could be the mirror that shines back on the words that they say. Do it. What would you say? How would you deflect that back? Like, if somebody asks you what part of Africa you're from, what, what part of Ireland are you from? Well, that's a fair question, but they'll probably be like, oh, I'm from the Southern. Yeah, place. seriously. <laughs> they, they know their history, like, down They're to like, the They're like, I'm fucking... half German, I'm there half Irish, and I'm half, uh, I'm half... <laughs> they love going into that shit. I'm half Scottish, too. My grandmother was Russian. I don't know how your three halves, but they, <laughs> they find a way. Yeah, they totally do. <laughs> they totally do. So let's continue with, is it still racist? Is it still racist? Is it still racist? That's great. <laughs> Do you remember when we were talking about the guy who approached us and immediately went into white music versus black music? How could I forget? <laughs> now, like with us being older, wiser. Older and wiser. <laughs> is it still racist? Is it still racist? 
Yeah. <laughs> Still, had he buttered me up a little bit and then went into like black music versus white music, it would have been different. But he led with, hey, I don't listen to black music. He's like, hey, I, I play in a band and it sounds like this. Do you listen to white music? Yeah. Yeah. No. Racist. Still racist. Yeah. I know that you had some experiences with um, working and being black or at least trying to. Trying to work. Yeah. let's re- Not even working, <laughs> like trying to be employed. Trying to start to begin to work. Right. Yes. <laughs> Whilst being black. Absolutely. Let's <laughs> play a little bit of that experience back. There was this one time where I went out for a job interview for babysitting, conversating via email, via mm-hmm. text message. You're not going to know that I'm black. And of course, I don't feel the need to tell you that I'm black because why should that matter? That's a strange thing to say. Yeah, by the way. You should know. Yeah. (laughs) I have more melanin than you. (laughs) What happened when you got there? So I go to the lady's house, obviously, to meet her and her little daughter. I'm sitting there in their apartment. The daughter is like touching my hair, (laughs) pulling on my hair. No, no, sweetie, don't do that. Don't touch your hair. Don't touch your hair. Which is like you get it from a kid. At least they're just being themselves. Like I wasn't, I didn't like smack her or anything. Like, hey, don't do that. Get off me. But after, you know, it went really well. The daughter liked me. She couldn't wait for me to start. Um, And the mom said, you know, she gave me a date to where I could start. Okay. It was like a week before, a few days before. I'm like, hey, you know, are we still on? Is that any other? I didn't hear from her after that. And I was like, what? What? So you essentially had the job and then she just didn't respond. Right. Ironically, that was after your first in-person meeting. Exactly. These are the things that we think in our mind. Is that a coincidence? Is that a coincidence? But once you've had to ask that question in your own life, probably at least once a week. Damn. Um... It's like, probably not. Probably not a coincidence. So after that experience, um, did she call you? Did you get hired? Is there something that we just don't know about in the story? No, I think uh, I said everything pretty clearly. She did not even answer my text messages. Um, I was the one following up. I didn't get any response. I was like, hey, you know, uh, am I still on for tomorrow? Like, what's going on? I really haven't heard anything from you. Of course, professionally. And I didn't hear anything back. Of course, the little girl was probably like, where's the brown girl? Where's the brown girl? She was so pretty. I like her hair. Where's the brown girl? She looks like that one that one Disney character from, what is it? Princess and the Frog. <laughs> one character. Yeah, that literally one character. Yeah. Speaking of Princess and the Frog, okay, let's, let's digress a little bit. <laughs> let's get into this. Okay, so the whole Disney princess thing, they made our black princess uh, a girl from New Orleans. Do you think that it should have been a girl in Africa? Um, well, wow. Well, yeah, I guess they, baby steps? Baby steps? Maybe if, as long as she's like not completely all the way 100% black, that's like easier to digest. For who? obviously not for us (laughs) they definitely didn't make that for us like every other princess were they were in their own environment hey anika noni rose the real the real character she's beautiful she is a chocolate goddess god i love her so much i know i know but they had to lighten her skin shade just you know five shades for Mm -hmm. the for the general public princess tiana was fairly she wasn't too light. She had a little gray in her skin tone, but it's cool. It was a grayish. She's like, why was it gray? Could they have put some red hues in her foundation? They can never get it right. Red, yellows, like, we're so many different colors. Like, get yeah. it right. <laughs> the Disney animators are like, look, man, this this compilation of colors are, like, too difficult. Too much. We usually do the pale and the off pale. 
the peach. How do we mix these colors so that the hue is accurate to this character? Add gray. Add more gray. Gray. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Pass it along to the execs. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I don't know how we got here. Oh, we were talking. Yeah, a lot. A lot of things have happened. I was reminded of my encounter on the airplane. Remember? Right. Let's take a listen to that because that was pretty intense. Yeah, let's go. So I'm sitting on the plane and I'm with my friend who is Mexican Mm -hmm. and we are just minding our own business. But I keep feeling a tug on my hair. Oh, God. Yeah. I keep feeling a tug on my hair. (laughs) And was your hair straight or was it? It was not straight. It was curly and it was in my signature. Y'all see the cover artwork. (laughs) Her little fro. The little cover artwork from ladies doing stuff. I had my my curly poof going on. I love that thing. Super cute. Yeah. And then then the third time towards the end of the flight, I had to turn around because I just knew somebody was touching my hair frequently. No. I turn around, there's this, like, probably 40-plus-year-old white lady, spiky hair, like she goes to Fantastic Sam's and... Shit. <laughs> and she's like, hey, can you just fuck my hair up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she gets the F me up. <laughs> I like the fuck me up special. <laughs> Every other Saturday. <laughs> I got a reputation to maintain. <laughs> she thinks it looks good right like she thinks it's the best thing ever yeah anyways (laughs) i'm dying (laughs) nothing like a good old fuck me up special i swear to god i saw some like icy tips stop it for short spiky hair um but yeah anyways this is this chick she is touching my hair so I realized that that's what's happening and I turn around and I say excuse me Mm -hmm. I was like do you mind and she's like, oh, I love your hair. I'm like, I understand that. You're like, I already know it's perfect. <laughs> That's what I told her. I'm like, seriously. I understand. I was I was pretty loud about it. I'm like, I understand that. And mm-hmm. then, of course, our girl, she jumps in. My friend, she's mm-hmm. like, um, do you know that that's not right to be touching people's hair and that that can be considered harassment? And she, like, kind of verbally goes off a little Ooh, bit. Oh, I love that. Which, I mean, it's totally it's appropriate. It's true, exactly. You don't just touch people. Right. That you don't know. Exactly. Without because their... you love it? Yeah. Because you, don't, you find it interesting? You're not entitled to touch me. Right. So, anyways, she's totally within her grounds. And then she's like, oh, well, you know what? Technically, it was in my space. Your hair was in her space. Fantastic fans told me. Shit. <laughs> Let's just call her that. Yeah. Fantastic Sam. She told me that technically my hair was in her space. So therefore she's making the point she's entitled to touch it. So I was just kind of taken aback by that. Yeah. But she continues on. Fantastic Sam's kind of goes in and she's like, you know what? You're going to get deported. Shut your mouth. She tells my friend. Shut up. She's like, you know what? I'm an American citizen and there's nothing that you can do to me. Trump's going to get you. Trump's going to get you. Fuck her. Trump's going to get you. You're going to get deported. There's nothing you can do to me. And she starts saying, like, oh, I don't understand why everything has to be black versus white. Black lives matter. Mm -hmm." She just starts popping off at the mouth. Did y'all even say anything about black lives matter? No. Anything? It was just like, hey. She went straight to Trump's going to get you. Black lives matter. Matter. I don't even understand all that. I'm an American citizen. Uh, So are we, ma'am. That fantastic Sam's lady. Wow, yeah. Yeah, every Saturday. (laughs) She's a regular. Oh, man. I actually... 
I, I relish the opportunity to go back in time mm. and really, really tell, handle that differently. Tell me what you would have said. If you can go back in time to her, what would you have done differently and said differently? I would definitely tell off everybody around her. No, I, I want to hear verbatim what you would say. All of you people sitting here, you guys are the problem. This right here, this is ignorance and you perpetuate it. This is not my problem. This is your problem. I need you to understand that. You can sit here and act like you don't hear me, but that's the truth. And you sit there and think about it while you're in your chair doing nothing. Mm. And then there's like a slow clap happening. Absolutely not. They're like, <laughs> they're like, excuse me, can I get some tomato juice? <laughs> why tomato juice? I don't know why people on airplanes, like, why do you even stock tomato juice? Bloody Marys. Oh. Like, well, I don't know. You're that. not an adult. I probably not. You don't know. Nope, nope. I'm like, let me get that free water. She's like, can I have the Perrier, please? I wish. With some lemon. No, not if you charge for it. <laughs> you are hard enough. They want you to pay like $4.99 for Wi-Fi for an hour flight. Like, no, please. $4.99? What, what airlines are you flying? Is that cheap? No. Oh, okay. Alaska. I saw $2.99. What? On Southwest. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not that black. Oh, what is <laughs> Southwest is black? Yeah. I see a lot of non-blacks on that flight. It's just a stereotype. Is it? I've never heard of that. Really? I'm always the only little black girl there. Oh, wow. Where are you headed? <laughs> She's like, uh, Washington State. Yeah, like Portland. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? San Francisco. Yeah, those those places make a lot of sense. Okay, we'll try it next time. Where Where should I go to see more of people who look like me? Unfortunately, you can find a couple of us on Spirit sprinkled around. <laughs> I will never fly Spirit. Absolutely not. Didn't you have like the worst experience on Spirit? Yeah, that was when Fantastic oh, Sam. Oh, that, that was Spirit. And then when the officer told me, unfortunately, with these airlines, this is a grade of people. This is what you get. This is what you get this for This is what your you money. pay for. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny how that works. Wow. Does your blood boil like thinking of the things that you didn't say? It used to, but... I feel like I've gotten used to shoving so much of what I want to say down my whole entire life oh. that you get over it kind of fast. Oh. It's sad how fast you get over it. Like, oh, I should have said this. And then it's gone. Let's go find her. Yep. Nope. Like, we have some unfinished business. Can we play a clip of how many times Charlie says, let's go find them? <laughs> I mean, I help out with editing, so <laughs> I've definitely been exposed. You would know. Hey, just know that I'm down. I'm down for the cause, man. She's like, I will find all of these people who wronged you, and we will have justice. Who is that, Liam Nielsen? It's like, I will find you. Yeah. Like, That's me. One thing I wonder is how many of his family members need to get taken <laughs> before he realizes, like, something has to be done. Maybe I'm the problem. Yeah, dude, like, you're not doing a good job at looking after your family. Why is your daughter con constantly being taken? This is one of those things where he could use, like, a type A personality. <laughs> like you. I feel like he's very reactive. Let's find a way to get in front of this problem. Let's be proactive, sir. Let's prevent this. The first thing we're going to do is invest in an ADT security system. <laughs> Yes, the one that warns you if there's carbon monoxide nearby. <laughs> like, we're going to have to take some proactive <laughs> measures. <laughs> measures. <laughs>
Seriously, he should hire me. <laughs> I will help you and your sister, brother, whoever they want to take next. I got you. She already wrote down a whole plan of like what to do and what not to do, like things she would change. Yeah. yeah. This is funny. I love how I love our rants. That's another thing I love about this podcast. Like That's we just true. rant on. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to keep up because you do. We get kind of lost. Yeah. Yeah. What is one time we went from uh, talking about school to, to family guy to, to schoolhouse rock? What was that? Oh, man. That was so funny. That was so funny. I still, like, laugh. I can't get over it. You do. I I love... You're, like, our number one fan. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I love that, though. We're a good team. So, for season two, what are some of the things that our listeners can look forward to? One thing I'm excited about is you guys are going to get to know the new sound of ladies doing stuff. Doesn't it sound better Doesn't already? Doesn't it sound a little better? We're moving on up. We are growing up. You know, I like to see the progression. I appreciate the the day ones, the ones that were with us. The struggle days. Yeah. <laughs> up in the kitchen. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Our microphone, we, we posted a picture. The microphone was like taped up in a jar, <laughs> constantly falling over. Like yeah. all you hear was clink, clink, clink. Oh, shit. <laughs> Retake. <laughs> Seriously. Like my headscarf was supporting the mic so that it could yeah. be at the correct angle. Yes. Why did I just find that headscarf? <laughs> Last week, I was like, oh, shoot, we were using it to prop up the mic. Like, I, this was my favorite silk headscarf. Oh, wow. You you gave us your favorite headscarf. So I we sacrificed. Can... Wow, that's true love. Never said I didn't do anything. I appreciate you. But that's one thing we were looking forward to in the near future is yeah. just sounding better and showing our faces to our listeners. Yes, I can't wait for that. We're going to put some video to this so you guys can get some visual elements going yep. on. Yeah. Get to see our lovely faces more often. Right? So I think fun. that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. You think we're weird now? Like, just see us on video. Just get to know us. <laughs> just a little bit. I can't wait for the interviews that we're going to be doing in season two. Yeah. I, I'm excited to draw from our audience and even random people in bars. I'm right. really excited just to talk to them about the issues we discuss. Yes, definitely. So I hope you guys will stick with us. Season two is going to be jam-packed with a bunch of new things. I can't wait. We're going to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Make sure you subscribe. Yeah, we're going to plug it now because we need you on board. We do. We're, we're really trying to take this somewhere. Email us at hello at ladiesdoingstuff.com. We really want to hear your feedback, your opinions, your experiences. We want to interact with you. I know we're not the only one that had experiences with going back to school, breakups. I know you guys have had some issues maintaining friendships. Exactly. And if there's anything we missed out, like I love hearing like, hey, maybe you should have touched on this. Maybe you should have talked about that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But maybe because you haven't emailed us at hello at ladiesdoingstuff.com. Thank you. We didn't think about it. Exactly. And maybe it's time for you to speak your truth and tell these ladies. I love that. It's time for you ladies to speak your truth, too. That's what we're here for. Yes. Wrapping up season one, this is Amber Elena. And this is Charlie. Signing off. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
know, I went in to do one thing and then something else like happened. Nine other things. Just... Right. Like all the demons, like Lucifer himself <laughs> came to came out of me. I was like, you know what? All right, well, we're just gonna have to finish this.